The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Let's say good morning to Christy Kreitz with Compass for Kids. Hi, Christy. How are you? Good morning. Tell me what Compass, I think we've had you folks on before. Let's remind what's Compass for Kids all about? Compass for Kids is an organization, a not-for-profit, that helps underserved kids in the District 186 area. And we have two flagship programs. Our first program during school is an after-school program that's called Club Compass. Mm -hmm. And it focuses on social-emotional type learning and gives the kids an opportunity to get together in a safe place get dinner for them, and and just learn a little bit about those social-emotional skills. And then uh, the flagship program is Camp Compass. Back in the day, it was hosted just by Compass for Kids, but now we're in partnership with District 186. And this year, due to all the snow days, it's going to be a four-week program starting the 1st of July. Okay, let's. it is not a governmental agency. You don't receive tax support, tax dollars for your support. Correct. We live off of grants and donations. We actually just finished up our match campaign last week. Uh, We did actually hit our goal Friday night of raising $100,000 with our match. But uh, for your listeners, we're always looking for opportunities to get donations and volunteers as well. Where do the, where's the the headquarters located? Where's your facility located? It's within the um, central. Central Baptist Church down on 4th Street. 4th and Jackson, right yes. there across from the governor's mansion. And so you're there as somebody there every day then? I would call and leave a message. With COVID, it's been a little bit crazy here lately. And plus, they are in the process of getting ready for camp right now. So everybody's running around like crazy. All right. How do young people become part of the program? Do you recruit them? Do parents come? Do the schools uh, suggest how do young people let's first of all tell me the age we're talking about what demographic compass for kids focuses primarily on first through fifth graders okay and we get referrals from the schools for both camp and club um, the interesting thing about the transformation in the partnership with district 186 and compass for kids is is that we made summer summer school fun in the mornings the total focus is on learning Um, In the past three years, the average improvement on math and reading has been 95% of the kids show an improvement. And then we make it fun in the afternoons by doing life skills. Uh, Back pre-COVID, we'd have people come in and talk about careers and the different things that they did and, and show them those opportunities, as well as doing a lot of field trips and and giving these kids an opportunity to have the experiences that we all take for granted with our own kids, whether it's going to a farm, going to the pool, going to the zoo. They're just kids that don't get those opportunities day in and day out. So when they have the summer program, where is that held? Is that held at the church? Actually, no. Uh, When we first started three years now partnering with district 186 it was one school okay so we have it at one of the district 86 schools uh last year we were up to three and this year we're going to be hosting five. Oh my so the goal this year is to try to serve at least 600 kids with our summer school program and again uh, how do they become enrolled do they the teachers make recommendations teachers make recommendations. and then the parents fill out a form and and apply to be part of it and again only district 186 where so if you're an outlying district 
Correct. We're 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 still thinking about how we're going to grow that piece of it. All right. Well, what happens if if a, if a parochial school wants to become involved? They're in District 186. Could they become involved? I think their best bet would be to actually reach out to District 186 and and find out what the opportunities are there. Um, in particular, uh, Mr. Terrence Jordan is a partner sure. with us within District 186, and he would be able to to make that connection. So let me talk, before we talk to the, the, the summer school again, um, are they responsible for their own transportation? We partner, we, uh, transportation is provided as part of the summer school program. Yes, we have busing. Busing from first student? Well, or yes. as we contract with. Yeah, we're, we're contracted with first student for the busing. So they'll run the bus route in the morning. Uh, uh, how long are students at school? Students are there from... I think it's eight in the morning until about two thirty three in the afternoon. Again, the sum the morning is focused on learning right. and in- improving. Well, it was originally started to get rid of summer learning loss, and then right. we found Absolutely. out su- surprise they actually were were improving their skills by having that focused six weeks of education in so the summer. How is this staffed? And you mentioned volunteer need. Uh, how does that all work? The the summer school is actually staffed. We have teachers that are paid to be part of the program. But we also need lots of volunteers because it's really a hands-on program. So if you're interested in volunteering, please reach out to Compass for Kids. We have a website, www.compassforkids.org. And I'm sure that some of our folks would be more than happy to give you some, (laughs) some guidelines and some ideas for doing summer. Actually, volunteering for Compass is how I got involved to begin with. Compass for Kids was the United Way charity at the kickoff a couple years ago, and they came to my office at Crawford Murphy and Tilly, and I heard about it, and I was like thinking, you know, I can do this, I, and I offered to do some science and math type of, of life skills, and the next thing I knew, I was making dinners at the, at the, the sites, and then got asked to be part of the board, so I mean, I've done everything with Compass, and I absolutely love it. Do the students take more than one subject in the morning? I mean, so is, it, yeah. the, the focus in, in summer school is really on math and reading okay. skills. Get those primary skills because that's where kids fall behind. And once they fall behind, it just gets that much more difficult to catch up. So we have uh, math coordinators and reading coordinators that really are with the school district so they understand how to to help those kids and get them caught up. Is Compass for Kids a statewide or nationwide, or is this strictly local? This is strictly local. This was Molly Barron's idea for how to help serve kids who are falling through the cracks and maybe not getting served by other programs. Let's remind everybody, if they want more information, how can they get that? www.compassfor4kids.org. Uh, lunch is food provided. They must bring their own lunch. Absolutely. It's part of the school district, so lunch is provided. And actually, even during COVID, they provided lunches and would help deliver those for the people who had transportation When does the program start this summer? This summer, we're late. We usually start mid-June, but with all the snow days, it's actually going to be the 1st of July and be a four-week program instead of six, but we'll be back to six next year. Uh, Can parents who may be interested in this... Uh, can they reach out to the school and say, hey, is it a possibility that my child can get involved? Absolutely. Reach out. Talk to your school. And start there. Yes. All, all right. Uh, just fantastic. Well, hey, thanks for coming in, first of all. But I am just a little surprised how big this program has gotten from its infancy. Do you know the location of the five locations yet? 
I do not know those. I know that they're available, and we will post those on our website for anybody who's interested. And actually, our organization has only been around for five years, so we've grown exponentially. Now, do you try to, obviously, the students will be assigned geographically. They'll be assigned to the attendance center closest to where they live. Yes, that was the idea. When we only had the one, there was so much busing, and the kids had to be on the buses so long that now the district is proposing to increase the number of schools um, really, we were trying to do more schools this year, but there was a limit. Teachers are burned out, and it was really, really hard to find enough teachers to staff. So we didn't get quite as many schools this summer as we'd hoped. Tell me about the attendance uh, percent. Are they are you high every day, 95%? Or I'm sure you keep track of something like that. They do. Last year, they had a, a very high number of kids who actually had perfect attendance, really? which was fantastic. Um Really, it's those those afternoon activities that make the kids want to come. Walk me through the afternoon activity. We're not spending. We talk more academics. Oh, Walk absolutely. me through what happens in the afternoon. So the afternoon, the afternoons are really meant about opportunities. Maybe some of the opportunities that the kids don't get. They have pool days where they get to go and swim one day every week. They have field trips. I know they've gone out to a farm and and ridden horses before and <clears throat> in in addition to that, they also the one that the kids used to tell me they loved the most was going to sky zone i mean just course, bouncing on absolutely. trampolines and then at the end of the of a summer school they do a um a, a talent show and you'd be amazed the number of kids that are doing like gymnastics type of things because they've been playing and doing all the jumping at sky zone um but like i said it's really about opening up and providing opportunities and then pre-covid you know people would come in they had Someone from um, the Abraham, Abraham Lincoln sites come in and talk about what it was like to work for the for the federal government. They'd have people come in from DNR, talk about conservation. I would go in and talk about what it's like to be an engineer. We had architects come in, people in healthcare, the one everybody loves, the veterinarian who brings the pets sure. in. So it's like really trying to provide the what can I be when I grow up? Because if you can't see it, how do you be it? Good call. Christy Kreitz, Compass for Kids. Thanks for visiting with us this morning. Thanks for having me. Continued success for the program. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.